You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams Podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams Podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. We've got tacos, we've got titties, and and we've we've got got the sauce sauce you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth. The legend of Creep Mouth, the brotherhood of Cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay? Mouth, fire, motherfucking mouth. (laughs) And the Rocky Goon Jesus. What, old, right here? No, you're not going to include uh, Iraqi Goon Jesus? Oh, Iraqi. I forgot Iraqi about Goon him. Jesus. <laughs> so like, and Zodiac <laughs> Zombie. Listen to the Titties and Tacos podcast, dropping flash fried episodes every Taco Tuesday on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, After Dark. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. You're listening to Unicorns Are Real on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Unicorns are real podcast. This is Aaron. And I'm Miss Dobbins. And today we have two special unicorns in the building. Special unicorns, please introduce yourselves. Hello, I am Bria Loren. You can follow me on Instagram at Bria Loren. Yes, and I'm a Trey Priest, and you can follow me anywhere at Trey Priest. Okay. How was everybody's week? Good. It was really good. Yeah. What you guys do? Anything interesting? So I actually uh, went to the shy. Chicago for a little bit, um, well, just for two days to go to some major modeling agencies. Oh, fun. And oh. Um, a lot seemed to love my look in my portfolio and said to stay by the phone between one to three weeks. So I've been looking at my phone like this, <laughs> you know. Super close to your face. Yeah, so yeah. Um, prayers up and uh, yeah. What about yourself, Trey? Uh not much. I mean, I I did have a show last night, but up until then, it's just been like rehearsals throughout mm-hmm. the week. And are you rehearsing it. for like a big upcoming show or? Uh, not necessarily big and upcoming, but just just, just like a yeah things going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like when you say rehearsal, does that mean rehearsal for your with you? Because I know you and Sophia do things with Wayne or is that rehearsal for your your band One Freak that you it, it kind of uh, sometimes it's all at the same time sometimes mm-hmm. it's alternate so throughout this last week though it's been uh, rehearsals for my set and mm-hmm. another show that Sophia does have coming up oh okay uh, and then we'll be rehearsing with One Freak next week for a show that we have in Canada uh, the beginning of December so oh awesome yeah it's, it's a mix between everybody that's dope mm-hmm. that's dope um like I guess with my week, I've been just, uh, I've been painting a lot at home, 
just trying to get myself back into the groove of that because I've been working so hard on this podcast that I haven't really been uh, painting that much for myself. But I've been doing that. And then uh, I went to the apparatus room on uh, Thursday, uh, the After Dark series. I had chatted up with um, Corey. He has his own podcast as well. It's called Stretch the Culture. I don't know if you guys know who Corey is. But um, they're pretty cool. Yep. And... I wanted to go to the apparatus room on Thursday. I forgot, like, by the time I was at home in front of Netflix, I'm like, oh, it's Thursday, and it's 9 o'clock. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, at home. I didn't leave the house until, like, 9.30 to go there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I live far. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we live. Yeah, yeah, we live so, real close. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't live in Detroit. We mm. live west. Mm. <laughs> and it's, west, yes, west. it's a, it's a drive in the yeah. world west of Detroit. But what I've noticed is that people that live in Detroit, y'all don't want to ever leave Detroit oh. because, because um, <laughs> it, 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 okay, with the people. That I know. It's just like everything seems so far mm-hmm. <laughs> past the city limits. It's, it's not just like, actually that far, it, though. Okay, unless you, you eat, say unless it's not that far, far east. But <laughs> it just be like, ah. You know, like when I first moved out, I was like, okay, we passed the Cracker Barrel. So we far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that Cracker Barrel that was, and Bell Bell. you know. <laughs> oh, wow. But, but now, like, it's, it's a straight shot. Yeah. And, what you know, once you got a good... A good podcast or, you know, some good music playing, you're there. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's not that long. Yeah. Like, people always say, oh, I can't I can't make that drive out to Belleville. It is not that far. No. It, it's not. It's not that far, but then sometimes you just be like, oh, man. No, I will say it's far. <laughs> it ain't 15 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> it's past my limit. <laughs> it's, it's the only time as far as when you're tired. Like, right. when yeah. I'm dead tired, when I'm leaving Detroit, I'm mm-hmm. like, dog. <laughs> That's when I call up everybody in my context, like, let me sleep on your couch. Let me sleep on your couch. Because <laughs> that's the only time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we did that. Um, oh, yeah, well, on Sunday. we What was it called Sunday again? Well, the, the Love Shack? Yeah, the Love Shack. Yeah, we, uh, we helped out one of our friends with their DJ set that they had at, you know, that brand called Addictive? Yeah. 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 She has her own, Sade, she has her own studio. Mm-hmm. And, uh. That's where it was at. Oh, okay. It was nice. Nice. But Aaron, you want to go into detail about about what you did this week? Um, this week. Do you want me to start with the weekend and yeah. like fade into the yeah, week? Okay. Um, I got bullied into um taking money with Asia for the love shack. You ain't get bullied. <laughs> I was forced. No, you didn't. It was against my will. Okay. <laughs> I definitely got bullied uh on Thursday. They go no, oh, no last night. Last night, because I was trying to be on my old lady tip and stay inside. She's like, I don't want to stay inside. Cause I was is, that, is that how it's on when I call you? Just last okay. night. Okay. Because you was like, my mom is going out, and I don't want to be at home. <laughs> I don't want to be at home. I don't ever want to be at home. <laughs> Please, I'll stay at home. Okay. So, Love Shack did that. Crocheted while taking money. Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Tuesday karaoke. Oh, yeah, you did go to karaoke. Did you ever go to Deluxe Flux for karaoke on Tuesdays? No. Okay, so I didn't know they had karaoke, and I've never did karaoke, but I've always wanted to do it and decided Deluxe Flux. You better go next Tuesday. I'm there. All right. Let's go. She might might be there by herself. Yeah, (laughs) I don't care. I'll go by myself. You like karaoke, Trey? I haven't been in a while, but uh, 
Yeah, I actually haven't been to Deluxe Flux yet either, so. Yeah, yeah Tuesday, every Tuesday they have uh, karaoke. Yeah. It's real nice. Okay. It's fun. It is. Yeah, it's, karaoke is just a nice way to act a fool with no judgment. Because uh-huh. I personally, I sound atrocious on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have I don't have any type of any type of range at all. I can't even hold a note. See, that's the thing. I, I don't want to hear other bad singing, but I'll go in there and I'll perform on stage and and sing my song. But then, like hearing other people that's bad, I'm like, I don't know if I want to stay for this. <laughs> really? I don't like going there when people try to sing and they can. I'm like, get out of here. Asia be mad. Like, you feeling is, mad salty when people come up you. there and can actually sing. This is this is not. Is that how you look when Candy went up? Because Candy can sing. <laughs> I, I, I like candy, so I don't really mind. I just think that she's just doing it because it's fun. But I don't like it when I, when I go to... I've been to various karaoke places, and you got the people that try to go there to get a record deal. This is not what this is for. <laughs> this is for drunk people to have fun. Yes. <laughs> but um, continue with your uh, week. Um, wait, uh, Thursday, had a little auntie's gathering. Um, at my friend's house because she's pregnant, so we go visit her, and then we like we drunk wine around her. She was sad that she can't drink wine at the moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then spilled tea, of course. And then Friday we went to what was the thing called yesterday? Frequency oh, was that the event? problematic problematic black hotties event? Um, Nyambura. Oh, that's what it was called. I what? didn't know what it was called, the event. No, what her is name it? is Nyambura. Okay. I don't remember the name of the event. Though. I thought you said the name of the event. It was her, Her. I was saying her handle, her Instagram handle name. She oh. did a little, I don't know, you go to Apparatus Room, the little DJ. Yeah, She's yeah. real small, Nyambura. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she had, a, she had a DJing event last night at the Hidden Gate Gallery, and I went to that. Well, Aaron dragged me out to it. She wanted to go. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was content on being in the house. All right. All right. You we hear you. The, you know all the events. You're at all the events. <laughs> she is. Well, She's maybe at. I have to see you all the events because. Yeah. <laughs> You're always at stuff. So <laughs> that shows right, that's how... how we see each other. <laughs> I was like, uh... yeah. Um... <laughs> but uh, yeah, we. I try to go to support other people because I would hope that if I had something, they would support me too. Right. And then that's how you build connections and networking and stuff. Yeah, it's stuff mainly how we get all our um all our guests. guests. <laughs> she goes, she goes, and and then she comes with me. She's she's. I go like to just say, talk. I just I just go to show face and be yeah. like, hey, Asia does all the networking, and then I fade out. <laughs> <laughs> she uses me as her little. A little puppet. To get is it a puppet yeah. or is it for the greater good of the podcast? It's teamwork. Yeah. It is teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stepping into our Handing Out Roses segment. This is a segment where we like to acknowledge people that's supporting us. Anybody that we want to like give a shout out to. You can give out a single rose, a bouquet, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. Just um, appreciate, love on somebody. Or like whoever wants to go out first and throw out a rose. So I'm going to shout out my friend, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, for saying, you know what, I believe in you. Let's just go to Chicago. I'll drive and play for everything you do. Oh, that's amazing. Go follow your dream. Oh, that's awesome. So like I want to shout him out, mm. my friend. So <laughs> You don't want to give the handle out? Um, no, I don't oh. want to give his handle out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But... <laughs> But um, 
Yeah, I just want yeah, I just want to acknowledge him and you know. And um also shout out to my dad. He just got me a, a brand new camera. So shout oh, out to my so dad. That's so dope. Nice. What kind of camera? It is a uh Panasonic G five. Nice, nice. It's a nice camera. Nice. I'm trying to learn it, so mm-hmm. you know. And um yeah, like I wanna shout and then shout out to my friend Janae in Texas. Love you, girl. Mm, nice. Yeah. Seems like everybody's in Texas now. <laughs> sure. A lot of my family moved to Texas, and then you got your friends that moved to Texas as well. I mean, the economy down there is nice, so mm, I yeah. imagine I would too. What about yourself, Trey? Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to end up shouting out like a million people. But, uh, go ahead. Go crazy. <laughs> well, we love it. First and foremost, uh, my lady, uh, Sophia E., she's also a uh, a musician and artist and you know just overall dope person. But, uh, yeah, she's been very helpful. Uh, we've been working side by side all week, just working on shows and stuff, and and uh, her helping me load in and you know take down equipment, you know. So yes, MVP <laughs> to you, Miss Sophia E. And then just to pretty much like all my bandmates, and not only just people in the band, but how like our little circle is growing. You know, everybody has their own little circle, but uh, like we have like visuals down pack, we have you know audio recording down pack, we have the the musicians going on. So we're like. We're going into 2019 hard, yeah, like, oh, and I don't even awesome. think we're even ready for it. But it's going down though, for sure. So that's my roses. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Aaron, do you have any roses that you want to give out today? Um, yeah, I'd like to give a rose to my friend Linnell today. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like super cool, and I don't think people like appreciate him enough or like love on him enough. Uh, his Instagram is bad guy. Megatron? <laughs> so weird. And okay. <laughs> but um he's like super cool and I love like having like super positive people around me and are in my spaces, even though we haven't been able to hang out like we used to when we were like working at Starbucks together. Um he's a pretty awesome guy, pretty dope. Uh what about you, girl? I'ma shout out um Aaron, um, Brother Lightheart. Oh, snap snaps. Yeah. Um because he gave me this opportunity to uh, do a show um, at the MoCAD. What is it? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I forgot what the uh, what the acronym stands for. Museum of Contemporary Design. Contemporary Art. Okay. Of yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Art of Detroit. Okay. That makes sense. I couldn't. I couldn't think of it like design or Detroit. But um, yeah, that was that's pretty cool. How because um, he having me uh, draw live, and then uh, it's for a, a fundraiser for kids. And I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. I've never been in, actually inside MoCAD, mm-hmm. so this will be a first. And then they'll hang up my drawing, and then they'll sell it, and then that money will go to the foundation that they're donating it to. Like, cool, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And tonight he actually, well, when you guys hear this podcast, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like um, weeks ago. But yeah. hey, you can still look at the stuff. Um, tonight is um, he has a gallery opening. Is it Black Men Are Kings? Yep, it's to the um, if these walls can talk series. Yep, yeah. We went to the last one. That was really cool. Um, there was some really good artists there. I don't know if you guys ever know who mm. um, Brother Lightheart is, but he's on Instagram. Um, there's no like underscores or anything like that. It's just Brother Lightheart. Um, and then he opens up the studio that he has in the Fisher is it the Fisher building? Mm-hmm. 
And then he lets different artists paint on the walls and explain their story behind it. Sweet. And it's just really cool. It's nice, nice music, um, just good vibes, and you get to meet different artists, and it's great. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen him before. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You did a quick search. <laughs> Be like, just make sure I know right. people's faces. Right. I've heard this name before. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm good for forgetting somebody's yeah. name, but I won't forget your face. Right. True. Right. It's all love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron was just talking about me last night about doing that, how I just forget people's names. You and Torn, they're talking about how, oh, People come up to say hi to you and you just act like you know them. You know what? Like, <laughs> That's what you got to do. Especially if I'm out. Like, if I'm out and about and it's like a hundred faces. Like, yeah. like you know, like, hey, girl, what's up? You looking cute? Okay. It's All just, right. yep. I, I assume that it's just like when you're constantly meeting a whole bunch of people. Right. And then it's like, I met a lot of people tonight. Right. I can't always remember. Right. <laughs> like. Exactly. Right. I think I can sort of place your face in this crowd of people that all walked up to me and introduced themselves. So exactly. I understand. <laughs> I imagine you go through that a lot, Trey, being a musician. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get better at it. I saw this guy, uh, he, he has a trick, so he'll be like, Oh, hey, Asia and then he'll like write it down on his hand. Mm-hmm. And he said that's how he'll like remember names and stuff. But yeah, I how many names can you write on your hand though in one night? I mean, well, <laughs> is it just like a fake I, I think, writing I think it down? It, yeah, it's like a it's fake just writing like, down. Oh, you know, yeah. like, like a mental oh, note. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you like say it out loud <laughs> yeah, and, and you he hear it and then you write it, it's, that's three ways of remembering. like a little face next yeah. to the name to remember the person. But no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just draw a pair of eyes <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it kind of sucks sometimes because it even happened yesterday. I was like, oh, what was your name again? And it was like, I was like, oh, I completely forgot it. Like immediately, like as soon mm. as I said it, I'm like, damn, that sucks. I got to get better. But Oh yeah, that, yeah. We and did it, that yesterday too. Yeah. I've met people. Multi- I've, <laughs> I've met people multiple times, and I still forget their name, and I just feel terrible. <laughs> Me too. Because like you'll see somebody, and you're like, I know who they are, and they come up to you and they say, "Hey, Asia," and I'm just like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yep. And then and then when they leave, I'd be like, "Aaron, what's her name?" And she's just like, <laughs> "I don't know. I can't help you." Because <laughs> I'm I'm terrible with names. I know faces. I can place a face and a place where I met the person. I can do that very well. <laughs> a place too? Ooh, yes. I can too I can awesome. I can pinpoint places and faces. Names it's a blur. Sometimes a face is still a blur for me cuz like one time and then it shows too if I if I really just don't know who you are, don't have no idea, it really shows cause in my head I'm like where did I meet this person? I don't I don't even know who they are at all. <laughs> and then one time it got me in, like it got me and the guy was like uh you don't know who I am and I'm just like <laughs> Wait, wait, was that the time that the guy was like, you don't remember I was playing this instrument? And then you said, oh, that's really cool that you're doing that. And then we had this whole conversation. And I'm just watching her still going blank. And I'm like, dang, he giving details. Yeah. Now it's just, I was like, I can't help you. She up here looking at me forgotten. And so I was like, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, I know. I definitely understand that. And people just like, remember this? And they'll have a time and a date. And I'm like. Doesn't ring a bell. I just think people remember me easily because I'm tall and then mm. I have large eyes. I mean, I that's like that's a good one right there. You are memorable, it, like you, have, you know. I, I'm there's not that many tall people in Detroit. I've realized this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> I said it's not that many tall people in Detroit. When I no. look in the room, I'm one of the biggest people there. She said I Women look over everybody. She said I look over everybody's head. <laughs> and I'm not throwing shade or anything. Oh, it I'm sounds just... like it. Oh my gosh. Threw but, shade over the whole city. No, it's just it's a lot of small to Grow it's up a... Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of shorter people and I'm just I just stick out as an anomaly because I'm just huge. You know, I I wish I had your height. You know, Maybe you can give it to me. <laughs> we can trade. Possible. I mean, you want these size eleven feet too? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not gonna, height. you're not gonna find shoes that many shoes in right. in your size. I can't even find size nines. It's True. Sold out. It's too many people with a nine. Right. Nine. <laughs> well, at least it's an option. I've got. I've gone like. See, um, my feet are kind of big. For to certain time. stores, and <laughs> they don't even have it as an option. Mm. They don't like. Oh, we don't even carry eleven at all. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's just wild. How are you not going to carry an eleven at all? Like you can't even order online. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so okay. sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of sad, why don't we move on to <laughs> what? the staying fly yeah. segment? So, oh, speaking of mental health. Yeah. So, so staying fly, our staying fly segment is all about um, how you take control of your life and keep your sanity being an artist because, you know, we go through hella problems out in this world <laughs> as a, as like an odd person, quote unquote <laughs> odd person because, you know, we don't fit the standards of yeah. average person. So I can start with you, Bria. Okay. So I mean, now that the law has changed, um, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. the the good greenery has always kept me, you know, just at, at chill, and you know, and I'm able to focus and do what I got to do and move on, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not a thing of like just, you know, it's I don't know, like it, you know, it's just a part. It just helps me stay sane in this creative world and um you know just you know doing what i do so when you first walked in i didn't want to say nothing but oh i mean i was stuck in traffic yeah (laughs) (laughs) wait so no no i I was like oh yeah yeah yep (laughs) when she walked when i gave you a hug i'm like oh okay yeah i mean i'm not mad at you do what you gotta do to stay to stay your but keep your sanity yeah but you know that and then also just um you know, I've been learning to write things down. You know, as crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound crazy know. at all. Yeah, because, I mean, writing things down, like we were, even when you were saying with the name, like, mm-hmm. that is actually helpful. You know, yeah. I might do something silly to remember something, too, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, write things down. Um, and also just staying grounded, you know, like, a lot of things, like, as you grow as an artist, like, the the success or you know you're staying humble mm-hmm. yeah stand stand you know staying humble and just knowing who you truly are on the inside you know I just feel like we you know I'm we still got a lot a journey to go so mm-hmm. you know like let's just all put on our boots and uh, just just keep it trucking because mm-hmm. so, yeah. you can always make growth you can always make growth what about yourself Trey um so as you said the uh, the herbal remedies they uh they help out a lot. Um, but uh, aside from that, I uh, I appreciate, like, just solitude. Like, solitude helps me more so than anything. Like, I don't – if I didn't have to have a cell phone, I, I wouldn't have, mm-hmm. you know, have a cell phone. Um, and it's not because I'm antisocial or anything. It's just because it's so much, like, just shit happening. Like, just, you know, it's constant communication in this room, in the house next door, throughout the whole city. 
And with all that, it's just kind of like I need to shut down and, you know, reground myself, you know, kind of like how you said. Uh, And with that solitude, like I like to stretch. Um, I've been doing this thing. I want to come out with this kind of like this beat tape series. And I've been taking stationary videos like all over the city. So like I have some videos from Belle Isle. Uh, I have some videos on top of my rooftop, like aiming at the city and stuff. But just doing not normal people stuff, but. Just old-fashioned stuff, like stuff that people used to do that, uh, you know, brought peace to them. Mm, that's cool. That's you cool. know, we do take a lot of things for granted. Mm-hmm. I think we were all in that transition of technology and, yeah. and when it yeah. wasn't. So, like, <laughs> yeah. we've seen both sides. And the I growth like of all, MySpace. Right. You know, like, we were there during that <laughs> the growth whole and transition. So, <laughs> like, we could go back to our younger years. Mm-hmm. I think um, if technology wasn't a big factor um there would be a lot of more healthy individuals Mm -hmm. because i know like when i was younger i like playing outside and now since i work in elementary school these these kids and they don't even want to play they just you know they like to just swipe swipe and swipe and that's that's going to take a toll. It's taking a toll on their ability to actually write because nowadays people use emojis so much while texting that <laughs> they don't even know how to express themselves with words or um, with literature. It's it's weird because, you know, you have this an abundance of, of, you have like a large ability to actually read on the internet on the phone, but people are just looking at images. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not bashing Instagram because it's a really good way to use it for a, a specific platform, but just to keep scrolling and just looking at images, not even reading, it's just... It's, and even everything is, the words are broken down to where it's not a complete sentence. Yeah. Like, sky is falling, you know? I don't WTF. Know. Right. <laughs> like, just, you know, just random words and headlines. Yeah, that's a big pet peeve of mine when I hear people that actually just say, um, just say, like, WTF or LOL. Like, come on now. <laughs> You can't just speak. That's just weird to me. Wait, they're verbally saying yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> right, I was like, LOL. I mean, how can y'all shoot? I, yeah. was like, yeah. I was like, speak it during the text <laughs> or... No. Like, if you actually have to say LOL, is it really funny, though? No. Nope, especially if they like looking at you with a straight face. LOL. That's so <laughs> that funny. Being real sarcastic I would have thought that was sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My aunt... Um, well, she still I still call her my aunt, but she was my uncle's uh long term girlfriend, but she would be like lol. And I'm just like Lol. Her L O L. It's bizarre. But um me for like staying fly right now, I'm in like a like in an in between stage of like trying to get myself there back to where I need to be. So I'm just taking the necessary measures of trying to get back to my supreme Asia status, you know, Miss mm-hmm. Dobbins. I'm, like, completely happy, unbothered by by um, outside things. So, like, right now, I went back to go see my therapist. I don't feel ashamed by it. I think everybody um, in their lifetime should see a therapist and talk to somebody that has an unbiased opinion about mm-hmm. something that they're going through. Um, it's really helpful. Uh I just, I really just enjoy talking to somebody outside of my friends or family because people have their own little, their little feelings about things. And then they'd be like trying to input their 
their perspective on your life and then it's in that it's not necessarily something that you want to do mm-hmm. so then it clouds you like okay well maybe i should do this because you know they gave out some good advice you know they're doing well with themselves why can't i you know right. like maybe i should do what they want me to do and then it's just like you're not doing what you want to do and that's a that's a big thing i think in the art world because people tend to be like, okay, well, my family says I'm not going to be able to make a living, so maybe I should just get a regular job. Mm-hmm. I think, ah. um, I don't know, I think nowadays, like, parents are starting to see more of the value in right. arts than, like, their parents because they're seeing it turn more of a profit or people starting to focus on it a lot more. Right. And even you know? just being an entrepreneur, yeah. like, I think that, not a lot, but but parents are supportive if the if yeah. their child has a plan, you know, and actually following through with it, you know, I making think sure their plan is followed by action. Right. I think right. a lot of parents are like applauding them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. true, but at the same time, I think people look at success at with a um, with a dollar sign. Yeah, and they might not think that we could get to that success because there's only so many people that can have so much money mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying that on a real, on a real, on a real like thinking, like not everybody's going to make that like a lot of money in the world. There's got to be, there's going to, there's going to be people in the world that are without. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at, if you look at what people are doing, like in the art world, they don't. I don't think other people think that they can be successful and then have enough money to retire. Mm-hmm. They think that you're gonna have to be doing this for a long time, or you're not gonna have the funds to actually have, a, like a you don't have a four hundred one k because mm-hmm. you're not you're not with a business, or they're like, oh well, how are you gonna have insurance? Because you know to get insurance, <laughs> you know. By yourself right. is super mm-hmm. expensive. It's like they want you to be successful, but then they're like, okay, well, you got to think about these other factors too. I don't think they have like the full, they're not fully engaged on you being an artist. They're supportive, but I don't think they necessarily yeah, want true. you to do it. I yeah. mean, I feel like as long as I see, if coming from a parent's perspective, even though I'm not a parent, mm-hmm. I would just, as long as my child's happy, and they're paying their bills. They're not strung out on drugs, mm-hmm. and they're and they're doing what they do. I can't be mad. They're just an average person, just yeah. living day to day, and, and want to be an artist. And they're maintaining. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. have somebody stored up. Like, be smart about what you're doing. But if, if you don't end up being a super million, I mean, I will hope my kid <clears throat> ends up being super rich. But if you don't, yeah. just be happy and. And living. Yeah. You know, doing good. Be a good person. <laughs> Since you brought up the aspect of rich, what is what does that mean to you? Rich, uh, so not uh, monetary uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just rich things in life. Like, like kind of going back to what you were saying about being successful and mm-hmm. how it has a dollar sign. I think what artists need to do or like I learned this a few years ago it's like you got to define your define your definition of success you know so what does that mean to you a lot of people think that it's just you know 10 million dollars here uh you know cars here and stuff like that um me in the city of Detroit Trey Priest you know 29 years old I am by my standards a successful musician just because I gig regularly I 
can play very well. Like uh, all the standards that I put in front of myself, you know, I've achieved them and I continue to uh, achieve them. But when you, yeah, I I don't really know how to explain it, man. Is it, without it sounding like a, a bunch of things, you know, coming at once. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the the whole rich game is it's not gonna work because I mean we all know that you know you can't take money when you die, and mm-hmm. you yeah. know while you are here, just try to I try to just you know live every day to the fullest, but really do what you want to do because it's so many things that are telling you not to do that, you know to to go in so many other directions. Just live your life, you know. Just I don't know. I don't even think that really answered the question. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it kind of went everywhere, but yeah. I think it did because you you don't value money as being um a point of being successful, which I think a lot of times people like for instance, I follow an artist. Um I'm not going to say their handle, but he said that he wasn't going to post any new drawings um for the rest of this year because he said um he didn't feel encouraged to keep drawing because he hasn't um he feels like his reach wasn't getting to where he wanted it to be mm-hmm. um i think with instagram being a factor in artists lives for one it's an amazing platform um mm-hmm. i'm going to say that it's an amazing platform just to get your artwork out there um for you to get new gigs for you to meet new artists i've met so many people in Detroit area um, through Instagram. Right. But at the same time, um, going back to like the mental health aspect of it, if you don't see an obscene amount of growth, then you can get discouraged. Like you feel like, oh, what am I doing wrong? You know, people aren't looking at my page that often. You know, mm-hmm. now with the whole aspect of the business page of it, you can directly track how many people are looking at your page throughout the week. You know, I don't have that many profile visits, so does that mean that people aren't uninterested in me? Mm-hmm. Like, you get these, you get a lot of self-doubts, and um, I don't think that you should just um, uh, focus on that. It's an important aspect of, like, you know, you seeing what you can do to better your brand, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be the only thing that you're thinking about. And um, I think that a lot of people do think about, okay, well, I need this money, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, so I can live. Mm-hmm. But I want more money because people in the world see a lot of see a person with a lot of money and think that, oh, this person is great. Mm-hmm. This person is successful because they have they have these things. Well, this I'm, person well I'm going to be the person to say that I don't think that things or money does de- uh, defines mm-hmm. your success or who you are. But I do think that those things play a factor at least for me is mm-hmm. what I see as myself being successful I do see myself having a lot of money and nice things <laughs> I mean just to be honest with you but I don't feel like that's going to define what my success is it's ultimately, not going to define your happiness yeah. either right, right. yeah because you have people like, like Mac Miller right you know? <laughs> ultimately but it's like ultimately I want to be happy you know I want to make sure I'm I'm healthy and that the people that I love are taken care of you know but I do feel like that's going to be a that's a part of my my personal success, yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody don't doesn't see like for some people it might just be that you're just being creative, you're living in your own creative space, you're good, you're happy, and that's your vision of mm-hmm. success for yourself. Um, it's just wrong when you start spewing with your idea of success on other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when when if I feel like no, I want to have a nice car and a nice house, you know, and that's my version of success, and I feel like. 
if you're living below that, that you're not nothing and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just feel like define your own vision of what you feel like success is and go for it. But, you know, just at the end of the day, just realize what's internal is what's most important. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay for people like, like to have their own versions of success because they obviously when you when you're able to make a purchase um that that's important to you like I know Aaron she um bought a camera mhm um that that can very much be like okay yeah like I'm doing I'm doing a lot better cuz I'm able to buy this particular camera which I wouldn't be able to buy last year or the year before cuz I didn't have enough money for that oops I'm sorry. I'm oh, so sorry. Asia again! I, usually, my phone this is ain't on the vibrate. first episode you done I'm did so this. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> you know the but, rules. Um, yeah, so I don't. I'm not knocking you in any way of that either. I was just saying that um, people get like a large population. They get sprung up on. Oh, I need this amount of money so that I can be looked at as successful, especially in the mm-hmm. black community, mm-hmm. because we always feel like we're I think, um, and this is only my personal my personal opinion. It's not anything of the unicorns are real or Detroit is different thing. Uh, Disclaimers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that Black people look at success as being in brands, um, a brand that you can buy, a ho- a car that you can get, and then um, a size car that you, I mean, a size house that you can have. Now, if you get those things, do I think those people feel like they're better than other people? No. Um, it's a blessing that some people are able to buy that th- those things. But as a whole, we shouldn't just thrive just to get those brands and think that, okay, I'm a great, successful human being just because I can have these things. I think life is so much more than just products, and I wish mm-hmm. that, you know, as a whole... Um, our community could see that as well because I see people that might not even have the means for, you know, you you see individuals that that go out of their way to get stuff that they might not be able to afford, especially during the holiday time. Mm-hmm. People are going out of their way right. to buy their kids the best things that they might not necessarily be able to afford, but they just want it so that they can be seen as being successful. Yeah, I mean... At the same, uh, yeah, I I definitely would feel where you're coming from. I mm-hmm. just feel like if if the person is getting what they want, mm-hmm. they're getting the house and the car. Who says that they aren't happy? You know, and, and who's to say that this person isn't at the good space mm-hmm. and you know taking care of those other things in their life and mentally okay? You know. Um, I mean that that is possible. I feel like a lot of people say you can't have one without the other. Like you can't have money, success, and you know be happy. Not saying I feel like just in general people feel that way. Mm-hmm. And you know I feel like that is the the case if you you know keeping God first and you realizing what's important. But I feel like having those things. Yeah, if I can wake up to you know. <laughs> You know, in New York City at the highest penthouse suite and look at the skyline and wake up and be like, wow, God's great. You know, I feel successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like then, you know, I yes, that is success. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can wake up and do that, that is success. That doesn't mean that that only defines yeah. your only success or who you are. That's just saying, yeah, you are successful, even if you might be a trash person. 
you know, like that's a that's a part of success. Like that's you know, because mm-hmm. who can do that? You know? So, um, speaking of success and. Um, (laughs) what we define as success, we're going to step into the unicorns are real segment. And then you guys can like give descriptions of what is your unicorn or like, what is your creative mind? What is the avenue that you're going to take to define your success? So, um, let's start with Trey. Uh, (laughs) What do you do? What is your unicorn? Uh, so basically just talking about what I do, what I, what I plan to do. Okay. So yeah, I, um, I am. Um, I'm a musician. I uh, at this current time, I play guitar. Uh, I'm learning bass. Um, I'm learning how to sing. I was rapping before I was doing all of this, but now that's kind of making a resurgence too. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be this out cold person that I can be, you know. Uh, and that's gonna come in the form of blues, cause F it. Uh, we're gonna do some jazz, some funk, some hip hop. A nice uh, combination of things. What I'm working on now, uh, like I said earlier, I'm working on a beat tape. And a lot of people don't know this. I'm also a butcher, too. So I was uh, recording myself actually cutting meat. Uh, It's like a 20-minute video or whatever. And I'm just going to put music over that, whatever. But it looks really nice. And uh, I'm just going to put out the music that comes to me at the that particular time. Um, A lot of people try to, you know, go, like, super far or... Uh, try to make projects that all kind of look the same. I think that's a problem with a lot of art now. Like, whether it's artists or musicians, it's all starting to kind of just blend together and just be one big blob. But if I'm going to do some old ragtimey-ass 1930s blues song, you know, and if I feel like that and I can do that, I'm going to do that. And if I want to, you know, just hop in the cypher real quick, I'll do that as well. So I'm just trying to, you know, whatever time I have, I'm just going to use that to do that. So when you when you say that, are you saying um, that you don't necessarily have a particular style that you stand of music or genre? No, not really. Um, I mean, there like I, I did say blues, like blues and funk and jazz. That yeah. that just comes with like the guitar playing mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be everything because I like everything. I think now at the the age that we live in now, everybody likes all kinds of different mm-hmm. shit. You know, yeah. you might be rocking some Tame Impala here and then some Phyllis Hyman and then some N.E.R.D. Then you might go to John Mayer then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's all on shuffle. I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody's music in here is probably all on shuffle. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's kind of like when you, when you, you know, internalize all that, you, you know, you, you feel that. So you should want to get that out too. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, like I said, I'm just doing what, what comes. Yeah, that's, that um that the way that you described your music is kind of like how I described uh the little commercial thing the little thing that I did for y'all group whatever when they had my voice overplaying oh, the yeah, show yeah, that yeah. y'all did yeah yeah because it was like I was like oh they got so many different genres all into one and it just like meshes really well and one of my favorite things that y'all perform is when you rap Oh, I'm sorry. My voice got a little hoarse. My voice is also yeah, fading. I don't I'm know so if you gave sorry, me a cold. <laughs> but um, when you rap and you be like, "You the fucking best," yeah. I, I really like. I really like that part of that song because I think it's like it's so smooth and how like y'all jump between the two. Um, I I like like for me when I was younger, I really enjoyed when um, different musicians mix different genres. Mm-hmm. I was a big Linkin Park fan mm-hmm. when I was. Not this, not the newer Lincoln Park when they was out with that Transformers uh, crap, because that was just oh, that was trash. 
But um, like in their old um, numb era, like I really liked it when they had Jay Z on the track too. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a big Jay Z. The fan. mash between numb yeah. and encore. Cause it was oh, like already existing yeah. track. It was just like a mesh yes. between. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it when artists can take, um, like if you're going to do a cover, I like mashups better. Like I think, because I've heard, I used to watch this show um, when they they were uh, acapella groups and then they had to do a mashup thing. And this one group, they did a mashup of, of Hot and Her and um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Fever. It was hot in her and fever. That was the coldest thing I've ever heard mm. um, because it was just, it was smooth. But then when the rapper started, I was like, oh, this is real groovy. But then it got real smooth and jazzy when they started going to the fever track. I'm um, part of it. It was just really cool. Mm. Um, like if anybody likes uh, like real soulful music, I will look up some different stuff on acapella on YouTube. It's really cool. Mm. I like that stuff. Nice. Will do. <laughs> um. But uh, you also brought some music in in here that we're going to listen to. Um, so we're going to take some time to listen to that. Cool. Thank you. 
Okay. okay, we listen to it. <laughs> That's just um, sort of general where to cut it. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any, um, was there any reasons of why you created that or any inspiration behind that track? Uh, no, no uh, particular inspiration. I, I made that like a couple of weeks ago and oh. I was just in the studio by myself and I was like, you know, just making some stuff. So that was pretty regular. So Me? when... Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go. Oh. What is your thought process like when you make things? Do you just go as a flow or is it like? It's literally different every time and I hate it. <laughs> like, you know, you just want to go in and, you know, follow the recipe. But uh, uh, I would say a lot of times it starts with drums, probably, as far as like making music or making beats or whatever. Uh, usually starts with the drums and bass and probably vocals and stuff. It's funny, as a guitar player, I usually play the guitar stuff last. And even if I do play it, it's kind of like very minimal stuff. I'm just weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what did you think about the track, Asia? Um, I really liked how, because uh, when I listen to music, I like to be like gradually taken in. Sometimes when like when it starts off like really hardcore, I'd be like, ooh, it takes me back. So um, <laughs> I like... I like um to gradually get taken into the track. Like I don't know. It's for me like it doesn't take me off guard so much and I can just like okay, I'm getting into it and then by the end I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is dope." And that's how like that's how I felt like that track took me cuz at one point it was like sm- it was like slower and then and then it got really it got faster the the um the uh momentum picked up and I really liked that. And then the guitar the guitar part was oh, yes. at the end. Yes. yes. <laughs> so yeah. I really enjoyed when the guitar came in and then yeah. like having that little bit at towards the end. I was like, oh, wait, it, tri- it switched up on yeah. us. Look at this. This is nice. <laughs> then I start like, okay, me, visual, <laughs> visually seeing <laughs> the track. I think we discussed this with um, Wayne, Wayne a little Wayne. bit. Yeah. Um, so starting to visually see the track happening, I just thought these like super tight <laughs> close-ups on the, of the actual guitar player, and then like these cool transits. I was just like, "Oh, this is so dope!" Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Glad y'all liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you name your tracks? Yeah, yeah the, uh, that one was called a uh, Butcher Flow. I oh. think. <laughs> just cause. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Did you have any in particular things that you wanted to say about the track? Oh yeah, I liked it. Well, oh yeah, I liked it. Well, I was I was listening. Okay, got a nice beat, and I was ex- I was expecting like some start singing and rapping. I'm like, okay, I'm vibing, I'm vibing. And I'm like, oh my, like, okay. And then like I'm like, oh, this is an this is an instrumental, but then I'm like, this is like smooth. I can like chill to this, you know. Chill to this, you know? Like, this is like, and I listen to 
instruments and stuff like that all the time. Like, you know, so it definitely it survived. I, rock with I like listening sure. to that type of music when I'm painting because when I'm painting and I'm listening to some music where the lyrics are just like really, really connecting right. with me, I'll stop and start singing. <laughs> yeah, put the paintbrush down. Listen. I'm like, oh yeah, or use when the, I'm usually the creating. <laughs> when I'm usually creating, I have to like stray away from like music I know. Right. It have to be like right. something that I don't know at all, or it'll have to be podcast because if I I can't predict what they're going to say during this podcast <laughs> but if it's a song that I know or something that I've listened to a lot of I'm going to get distracted because I'm going to be like oh yeah this is nice right. and then you fall into like getting into yeah. the song I would love to hear it live <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's you know like hearing Thanks. It, well uh <laughs> plug I uh I'm playing at the Detroit Shipping Company again next month uh December oh, okay. 14th that'll be that Middle Friday of the nice, month. So, nice, yeah, nice. come out. So, when you do play, uh, like, do you ever, are you able to, like, play all the instruments? I've seen people do it where they, like, they get the loop going, mm-hmm. like, with the, I don't know what that machine is called. Machine. Oh. It's literally <laughs> called machine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it's, like, M-A-S. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Because I've seen, I've seen people do that before, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. They're playing all the instruments, and then it's just on a loop, and then they just can continue to build on mm-hmm. and then add more things to that loop. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't usually do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's just because it's harder to feel, uh-huh. like in a live situation. Like I almost always try to have the live band with me, okay. at least bass and drums, because, you know, we can feed off of each other's energies and whatnot. But the loops are something that I am learning to do more just when, you know, a particular venue or show doesn't call for a full band. Okay. And I can still get the check. <laughs> nice. I have one last question. Okay. One last yeah. question. So when you say you're learning the bass, do you get a lot of help from your band member? Because he's one of the best bass players, too. Roderick Gaston is the, the bass best. player. Yes. The bass player. He's not a bass player, the bass player, especially the bass player at Detroit. But no, hell no. He he would make me want to quit if I was just practicing with him. But uh, no, luckily, the, the guitar and the bass, they're both set up the same uh-huh. way. So I just have to get used to bigger strings and yeah, okay. just wider stretches. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty much the same thing though. Cause seeing when seeing both of y'all play, it's just like oh my god! Like because I'm a I'm a big bass fan, yeah. but I also just love I love listening to guitar. I'm like geez, like just, you're torn between the two. Because I don't know if you have you seen them play live in their band before. One freak. It was at the apparatus room I, before. Okay, I probably, okay, I, probably, I feel Maybe. like I have. I feel like but, I have. Especially yeah, with the they're just insane. Yeah. Like all of you guys are just just super duper talented. Every time, like, because um, you've been on here, Wayne, and then um, Omar. Mm-hmm. I've said it before countless times. Like you guys are just all super talented. Thank you. And it's just nice mm-hmm. to see um, uh, musicians that with so much talent. Yeah. Um, just like putting out really great music because a lot of times nowadays, you know, I enjoy people use machines or uh, yeah. <laughs> technology to make their sounds sound better. I really enjoy like watching you guys live because I just enjoy watching people live because then you see all these expressions that people are giving <laughs> when they're like right. really into their song. And I'd be like, yes, I feel that. I feel all right. of this that you're giving yeah. to us. Like, <laughs> and then Trey, have, he has so much emotion in his face. Yeah, <laughs> wait. 
<laughs> which is awesome <laughs> because hey you're giving us what you appreciate what you enjoy yeah. and then Absolutely. we're feeling this and having this full connection with you and everybody else because yeah. if you have a good connection right. of what, what you're performing like the audience is instantaneously gonna also just gonna feel be it. in awe <laughs> You got that much grit and, and you got that much passion. Oh, we feel that passion, man. Yeah. But um, Bria. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this this modeling stuff for a long time. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So I've been modeling for a long time, for a very long time. Like when I was a little kid, I was in those little maxi years. Really? Yeah. That is so you know, cool. Like was, so you like, you, <laughs> now, you've been like at this stuff, like wanting to do this for a super long time. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, you know, going through like mm-hmm. middle school and high school, mm-hmm. you know, I, wanted I, w- I wanted to do it, but you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. really there. But I started taking this seriously. Ser- okay, I started my YouTube channel, my, you know, just being an influencer to work directly with the companies. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to work with and mix in my modeling at the same time. You know, that's that was my initial thing going to it. Yes, I can talk about my natural hair. Yes, I can talk about fashion. Yes, I can talk about, you know, because it's like that, that was a part of me, but that's mm-hmm. not who I am. But I ultimately wanted to use it for, you know, my career. And I have been able to work with a lot of companies that I've been like, oh, I, you know, I would love to. Working yeah. in one day, you know, now I got them reaching out to me. So, that's like, so that's beautiful. like, yes, which that's is always cool. cool. Yes, that's um, good. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I haven't reached where I want my, my version <laughs> of success. You know, like, she's got the air quotes <laughs> going. Air quotes. <laughs> like, you know, like, I feel like I, those are all good strides, and I thank God for them. But, you know, like, I see myself on a different level. So, like, you know, going to Chicago and everything like that, like, I, I'm trying to go to the next level, like, of being in, you know, Macy's commercials and TV and you know and magazines mm-hmm. and you flip and you see me on the crest on the crest ad like that's supposed to be me so that's my question. So right um, I know I don't know if this if you're um, if it changed or not, but I know on your page you said that I don't know if it was your page or if it was your YouTube because I I do watch your YouTube mm-hmm. account too. Oh, <laughs> I've been watching it for a while, <laughs> but um, you said that you don't necessarily want to be a runway model. No, I want to be. No, I want to be okay, a commercial yeah. model. Like, actually, commercial yeah. models mm-hmm. make more money mm-hmm. than runway models anyway. Uh, but no, I, I want to be a commercial model. I want to be mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. press commercials, and Colgate commercials, Macy's, Target, yeah. I, and I. I honestly see that with like the the videos that you post, yeah. you can tell like which type of <laughs> modeling yeah. that you want to do, or like what. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, and it's like I realize the look that I have, the body that I have, and where I would fit the best, where I would fit. You know, so and every when I go into the agencies, they're like, "Yeah, you are a little short, but you would work great in our commercial department." I'm like, "That's yeah. really nice." So, yeah, nice, nice. You know? <laughs> so you know, like that's that's my next, that's my current quest right now, like. I love doing all the tutorials and everything like that, um, but that's what I really I like. Um, I remember one time my mom went into I think it was Target. This is before she knew like what you what you were doing. Because uh, side note, we went to the same church. Oh, I originally met you at Chipotle, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at church, we was like, yeah. Hey, yep. Okay. Yeah. Because I used to go to the same Chipotle that she worked at. It was at mm-hmm. the mall. I would be there every weekend with my mom. <laughs> and then they would always compliment us on like what we had. And they're like, oh, you guys go shopping all the time. 
But uh, anyways, um, she was like, oh, I saw Bria at Target. I was like, really? She was like, she was on an ad. And I was like, oh, it must have been a lip bar. <laughs> and she was like, that is so cool. That's Because so, um, she, she used to know that um, you like the modeling stuff um, at church. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's so good for her. Mm-hmm. So she's been working on that for a while. And that, that That's so exciting when you see people that you know, um, like, getting the stuff done they want to get done. And uh, you see yeah. their success blooming, and you can see it in the, in the action. Yeah. It just makes me it just makes me so joyous when other people are just doing right. so well. Yeah, and like you're just happy for them. You have like so much Thank joy. That's, that's and that's always something I always want to do is mm-hmm. be on target. Like that was like an ultimate goal of mine. And I didn't see it. It didn't happen the way I mm-hmm. thought it would. But you know, I'm in there. <laughs> like, I got it. I got it though. <laughs> I got it. You secured that target bag. I secured that target bag. So, you know, um, yeah, it's just great to be in in Target now. Hopefully, I just want to be on. So, are you in the in all Targets or just in the Target in Michigan? Select. No, actually, I'm. They just brought it to Michigan. So, it's where all the Targets in Michigan. It's wherever um, the Lip Bar, because I know Lip Bar isn't at every Target. Yeah, I know it's not at every Target. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, I saw myself. I was in like. Five different Houston oh, cool. locations. You know, people from like uh-huh. Mississippi and New York so and LA, cool. and Chicago. They'll they'll see it, but home, at home where it was made, it's yeah. really here. You know, at all the targets. I yet, see. So. Um, it's in the Canton Target. I've been to that one. Um, I haven't seen that at Southfield yet. Oh, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. They just at because uh, I just went there uh, a couple weeks ago and got some lipsticks in the lip bar. Oh, well, let me walk yeah, up. go in there and take a picture <laughs> yeah. with yourself. Like, hey, right. <laughs> hey, self. Yeah, take a true right. selfie. Right. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, so. that is so cool. Um, <clears throat> so you said you were in the Sears and the Sears uh, commercials as a child. So did as a child you wanted to do. Like oh, the, the magazine. magazines, like you know, like okay, you and the, the yeah, yeah, the catalog. The ca- okay, there we go. Catalog. So, did you tell your parents at a young age that you want to do this, or is it like your parents like, hey, I think she'll be great doing this? Yeah, I just feel like yeah, I just feel like every time there was a camera, oh. <laughs> you know. So I feel like even like my mom shows me my ultrasound picture, and I was looking oh. at the camera. <laughs> you know, so like God designed me this way. So I'm just she's like, I'm just manifesting just my destiny. <laughs> And while Aaron and I, we just like to hide behind. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm best behind the camera. It's not a thing, like, and it's not a thing of like vain yeah. and just being like, yeah, it's all about me or something. It's just like when you realize you're really good at something, yeah, and like, yeah, it's it's like now it just you just feel good, like you know, when you creating music or you doing your podcast or doing art. And you're doing your podcast and, and, and she's, yeah. really, she's really good. Oh, yeah. she's really I was like, I'm an art director by trade. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. So like, it's just like it, you just love to do it. It's not a point mm-hmm. of you know. So that's I just love to do it. I know I'm good at it. You know, I've been practicing the mirror since I was young, facial expressions mm-hmm. and poses and different techniques in front of the camera. So like, as soon as the camera pops up, I just know what to do and. That comes from just practice and just dedication, just really wanting. So, would you say you're at your like most comfortable when you're in front of the camera, like when you're modeling? Yes, actually, I am. Like, I could be at an event, like in my mind, having a social panic attack, like you know, saying I want to get out of here because I just Mm -hmm. feel kind of weird right now. But then, like, somebody's like, "Oh, take a picture," and I'm just like, I just snap right into it. I don't care if there's like, I don't care if I'm like in the middle of the screen. (laughs) 
in the middle of the street. <laughs> Almost knocked them out. I don't care if I'm in the middle of the street in, uh, you know, downtown Detroit or in New York City or if there's a million people around. Like That's I'm, I'm amazing. Ready. To find that comfort zone, because I still try to, like, struggle with, like, finding where I'm most comfortable or where can I, like, relax my anxiety around meeting people or being around big groups. That's that's weird how you say that, because um, when I'm painting and, like, I've done, like, some painting, some shows painting live before, and then, like, it's like I don't get stressed painting live like I thought I would, because I don't. I also don't like to be in large crowds of individuals, even though I find myself mm-hmm. in large crowds of individuals right. frequently. <laughs> um, right. But when I'm painting, it's like I'm in my own zone and I don't see anyone there unless somebody comes up to me and asks me about my my craft. Mm-hmm. But I just feel at peace when I'm just painting. And that is that kind of like how you are when you're taking pictures? Yeah, like... Yeah, like- when I'm in front of the camera, if I'm shooting or like it's doing like, something, it's just like it's not even like it's I guess not even like I guess a at peace thing. It's I just a, I know I'm good at it and I want to do it and I and I, and I want to do this. You know, like when it's just like this is what I do. I don't. It's, it's, kind, of it, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's just like this is a part of me. This is who I am. Even like if I never become, you know, a supermodel mm-hmm. or whatever, like. I can be 90 years old. I'm still going to mm-hmm. the camera. No, just, like, just, you know, it's just, it's just a part of me. So, a part of me. so sometimes I might not be at peace. Sometimes I might be having a bad day. And, you know, if I'm shooting, I guess it would bring peace to me mm-hmm. that I, I say it out loud. Like, you know, like if I am having a bad day, like I put that into what I'm doing. I really don't get distracted. Like I just put it into my, mm-hmm. my emotion or my posing and such. So. Do you do the same thing, Trey? Like if you're, Say you were having a terrible day, will you go back and like start playing your guitar or make a song, or can you not? Yeah. Some people say that they can't. That they when they're in like a bad mood, they don't feel like they can make art. Because um, I know when it has, there's like a a fine line of for me. Like if I'm really upset, I'm not even gonna try and paint or draw. I'm better at writing when I'm upset, and um, I produce better poetry when I'm in that emotion but I can't paint when like I'm super upset so how does that work with you with your craft yeah um if if I'm like really upset walking does the trick for me Mm -hmm. uh I like to just like get my blood flowing like being able to feel that so uh, a lesser extreme of that guitar definitely does help um just because I'm not I'm not focused on whatever stressing me out you know I'm just kind of just letting my body do its thing. And then eventually, once that blood gets flowing, it's like, okay, I'm cool now, you know. Yeah. What about yourself, Aaron? What about yourself, Aaron? Are you, when, you, when you're really upset, can you, can you uh, take good photographs or do you have to, like, do something else? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't take pictures often, Asia, you know that. I mean, okay, okay, let's take. <laughs> I design more than I take pictures. Okay, yes, design. Okay, let's take it back to when you were taking photographs okay. more frequently. If you were, like, you had a bad day, right? Could I wouldn't you... be able to edit the pictures or I wouldn't be able to take, because I wouldn't want to bring that. That, that energy. energy to set mm-hmm. because okay. I try to make whoever's in front of my camera feel most comfortable. I guess that's so the difference. Between anytime I'm angry or like not in the right headspace, I would most likely 
always reschedule with that person mm-hmm. because I don't want that energy to transfer because then my pictures aren't going to turn out best. Then I'll be upset even more because my I didn't get the best outcome. I forgot about that <laughs> when you're when you're uh, being a, when you're a photographer, you have to work with other people. I'm yeah. so used to working alone. <laughs> I guess yeah. But yeah. Do you ever would you ever be would you ever consider doing like a um a figure like a figure model being a figure model for like a painting or a drawing? I actually was a figure model for a sculpture artist by the name of I want to say Austin, maybe not. Oh, that that's really cool. Um, I get it. But I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, if I if I you know we were talking about names earlier, but you know you my homie. Um, shout out to you. But um, yes, I was. He made like two sculptures of me. Um, that he sold, and he's actually a really good artist, and I think he sold one of the, sold one of the sculptures in me. So I'm in somebody's house. You have the presence of Bria around you, so you're blessed. Um, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's cool. I've been because uh, I've been looking around to see if somebody would willing to be a bigger model. It's just hard to stay still. And all, like at first, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? But then after I was sitting there, I'm like. You said you said what? After I was sitting there. After I was sitting there, um, just you know, for hours on end, and like I was falling asleep, like because he's playing music, and I have to stay in this pose. So I'm just like, you're not. You know? He's like, oh wait. So yeah, like that. That's the only thing. I just didn't like the standing still. You had to do like an hour, like four hour long pose. No, we no, we would be there. Like we would do it in, in seg- segments. I think in segments. So I went back to him for like I think a month. Mm-hmm. Like I I saw him, and I think he still didn't even really oh, no. finish it. Everything else, he was just like, I know. He was like, I know your yeah. face from here. He he got all the general yeah. stuff out the way. I'm not. I don't know all the mm-hmm. artist terms, but he got all the general stuff out the way. But oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've always yeah, wanted so to like cool. uh, paint or draw a local a local from Detroit. So. If you're willing to do that, I would yeah. love to do that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just as long as I'm in a yeah. position. <laughs> and I have staff. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, what, what would be the most, like, when we did figure drawing, I thought, like, the models were the most comfortable when they were, like, laying down because they were kind of, like, fully rested right. almost. Because, like, if you're trying to sit up, yeah. your body is going to naturally try to rest. So mm-hmm. if you're laying down, right. it's just yeah. easiest. So, yes. Yeah, laying down. I was, yeah, I was sitting the last time, so mm-hmm. my back started to hurt because I'm sitting up straight. You know, like I forget. I can't remember. I think I was like had my oh, head turned, ooh, so like my crook. neck is getting cramped. You'd just be like, dang, can you just snap a picture, please, from different right. angles? I personally enjoy doing the um, like the one minute poses, like the ones in motion. Those were my favorite. Yeah, and I like layering them on top. So then, like when you have the fo- when you have the drawing done, it's kind of like how you um. When you do um, photographs and you layer the images on top and then you have like this whole thing in motion. Mm-hmm. I really like doing that. I did one when I was younger and it was like 20 different poses in 10 seconds. And then I did it in different colors and it looked really cool. It was like like a graffiti type thing. And I thought that was really fun. So I wouldn't have you like just so stiff. One, so the one minute. So like in that one minute Capturing, you're going yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. You just I do like it. a, you don't do like yeah. general like details. Yeah. You yeah. just do, yeah. just yeah. get it on. Yeah. <laughs> Quick All right. So moving into the final segment or 
um, what did um, Cynthia, our supreme art hoe, call it categories? <laughs> yeah, she, she wanted us to call them categories instead of segments. She's like, segments is so boring. <laughs> Use categories. All right, moving into our final category slash segment. Um, Sounds the, like Jeopardy. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Can everybody do like a drum roll for the last? We like to get a... There you go. That was great. That was great. That was great. I suck at giving drum rolls, so I don't, I don't volunteer. But this is our... Color Your Life. Um, <laughs> you had it. We, no, was, no. we was here. No, no. We can do it over and then have Joe cut it. Just tell no, me. You it's in. okay. okay. We here. We here. <laughs> we here. Color Your Life series. Okay. Um, what is it about? What is your the Color Your Life about? It's all about color theory and how it... <laughs> <laughs> Trey is making fun of Erin for her emotions. You know, you got to talk with your hands. <laughs> um, it's all about color theory and how it pertains to your life. Um, so color theory is all about what your perception of that color is and how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And then within these images that I have, um, there are also songs that are communicated with that with the song, I mean, with the image as well as the color. Yes. I'm sorry. I was just fumbling my words. Um, but so I'll have you pick an image based off the color first, not the image first, color first. And then um, I, you will tell me how that color is important in your life or your perception of it. And then I will tell you what the song is about. And I'll ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And it'll all have to do with the concept that we have about that color. So who would like to go first? Or are there any, um, <laughs> do you guys need have any questions about it? Did I clarify? No. Yeah, you clarified. Okay. Who wants to go first? Can you see all of these images? Uh, We're not using didn't. the blue. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. okay. I'm going to grab the fire. I'm going to grab the fire. The, the, red. The, the red. Okay. Gray. So, okay. Um, Monty color. What do you see when you see this fire? Or what do you think about? I automatically thought about passion mm-hmm. first. Before, and then, like, I start to, after, once I start staring at it, I start thinking about, like, real fire, like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. fire. <laughs> oh, that's a big. <laughs> A big that's issue right now. Happening right now? Yeah. yeah. Bless those people. I hope everybody's but, okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I start thinking about passion. Yeah, passion first. Is there a so, reason why you think yeah, about passion when you see fire? Um, one, because I was just jamming honestly to this song called Passion Like Fire by mm. Tamiya. That's, that's actually, yeah. it's not new, but I mean, it's her, it's, yeah. I mean, it's new, yeah. you know. So, yeah, and I like that song. And because, I've just really been on a, well, what am I passionate about? Just in life, in in all areas and aspects of my life, what makes, what's, um, passion has been in my, on my mind, you know, in all areas. So just thought about fire, passion. It's too. funny how you said that because you hit it right on the, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, Ooh. it's all the, um, the color that we were um, talking about the most was red and red is passion and um the song that we picked for this was fire and desire you know it's a very passionate song uh, i mean i was about to, for a second y'all about to start breaking out i mean you can you can it's okay we can't either all right you can okay. sing it if you want to trey won't trey won't um he won't judge you 
Because, you know, he's an... A- <laughs> he secretly judged you in his head. <laughs> it's like, nah. <laughs> um, and it's funny how you were talking about, um, you're thinking about what your passions are in life. Because I was going to ask you, what are you most passionate about pretending to art? Ooh. Okay. Let me just say that I have had just really good mm-hmm. intuition. Like, and it's like, it's just been happening, like, more, just often, like, just more often than none, it's just things just really connect, and I'm just able, like, to, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength right here. We we are. We here. I feel it. I feel it. (laughs) So, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about love, peace, truth. Like, the ultimate. You know, not the... Generic, yeah. basic stuff, generic stuff, but like true love, true inner peace. You know, like that's that's what I I think everybody when she when she reach for that and I try to attain that, I think everything else just falls in place. I'm also am I'm passionate about my career and where I want to go in life, and um, yeah, that's that's what I'm passionate about. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, Trey. It's your turn. You may not pick the fire. Um, <laughs> How she threw it over there. Y'all don't yep. see this, but Asia aggressively threw the fire. Oh, I didn't see that thing. What's that thing on the end? What? What this? It's a witch. It's a witch. Oh no, I don't want her. I don't want her. <laughs> uh, I'll do the. Right. I'll do the. The mountains. The mountains. Yeah. Why the mountains? The mountains. They uh, they look like an adventure, and they look uh, they look like you gotta have a lot of endurance to like. You know, reach the mountaintop. Um, that's why I picked them. They look cool. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Um, do you have a personal connection with the color? Um, kind of. We, uh, me and Sophia in our apartment, we, uh, we own literally like maybe two regular light bulbs, and the rest of them are colors. So oh, that's so cool. We have a we have a bright ass like orange light and i mean it's super bright it's like the the street lights that's on the outside of elementary school bright oh, wow. like, oh man like a flood light? no it's not it's not a flood light but it might as well be one but, uh, <laughs> what color it's uh, a flood light what color yeah so it's it's just really bright orange and it, it really illuminates the whole apartment but it's so warm and it's mm-hmm. it's just a real uh it makes you lose time a little bit that's cool yeah that's cool so mm-hmm. like just i have a quick question about the lights the color do you have like specific colors for for like different rooms? Um, they change, but mostly um, we keep like a like a turquoise blue uh-huh. and kind of blue thing. Like whenever we sleep, because yeah, that's was... that's a more softer light and mm-hmm. it's just real. And we we live on Jefferson too, so like we we can kind of see the water from yeah, our apartment. So yeah. just having that whole aquatic theme at night. Oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> really, that is. I've never heard someone say that they have all different color lights in their apartment. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and we, we just kind of change them around. So sometimes it's blue when it's party time. You know, mm-hmm. we'll throw on that big orange light. Yeah. Uh, maybe some purple just to kind of get that neon feel. But, yeah, it, it always changes. That's nice. That's, That's nice. Cool. I'm actually, you know, still that a little bit. Yeah. I like the color <laughs> right It changes things. <laughs> it changes things. It does. Yeah, because that white light, it's just, it like, <sighs> it hurts your head. It's so bright. And then... Yep. It just takes so much out of you. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that's that's a good thing to do. Yeah. So when you were talking about um like keeping like going up the mountain, that's like kind of like 
how it is with this. Um, it's all about encouragement. So, like, you need to be encouraged to, to keep on, to make it to the peak, to make it to your um, your idea of success, as Bria would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, the song that we picked was Ain't a Mine, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. <laughs> so, like, that song's, like, you know, encouraging you, like, I got your back, you know, mm-hmm. through thick and thin, you know, I, I have you there. I can help you get through it. So with that, um, through all the obstacles in life, what keeps you encouraged to create? Um, just the fact that I'm still alive, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm just still here. So it's just just thinking about that, you know, like you are alive for a purpose. So, you know, what is that purpose? And I know my purpose is to keep climbing, keep going. Yeah, I feel like with artists encouragement and like what keeps you grounded are like super close because especially if you're quote-unquote successful you know like you have a well-known brand like what I want to know what keeps those people encouraged because after a while I don't know if it's their internal purpose that keeps them encouraged or if it's their fans that keep them encouraged and then when it's at the point when they're when it's their fans do they truly like um love doing what they do because i feel like if it's something that you truly love doing then other people shouldn't be there just to keep you encouraged i think like they're obviously like you feel great that people enjoy your music and like it also keeps you going but i don't think it should be solely placed on okay my i have fans and i have to keep creating for them so therefore i have to keep going yeah you definitely gotta have that uh that that fiery passion uh about it and not like i I don't play music for the sake of like i I want you to think I'm a good musician mm-hmm. or whatever, but uh like you were saying, Aaron, like how we put so much into our facial expressions and mm-hmm. like we really feel the music, it's like if I don't feel the music, you're not gonna feel it no. and <laughs> if I feel the music a certain way and if it's a bad energy, you're gonna feel that certain way about my music, so it's just. If I love what I'm doing first, everything else is going to, the love is just going to come, you know, naturally from everywhere else. Do you think that's why some artists, they um, become troubled um, and then they might, that might be their downfall, like mentally? Um, Not having passion for what they do? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say so. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see that being a downfall. And a lot of times, uh, the tricky thing about passion, like, it's it's kind of similar to like lust. So like when you mm-hmm. first meet that person, it's like, oh, I'm so passionate about them. I love everything they do. Mm-hmm. And then you meet something else, or you just don't have that that spark anymore. Um, that can uh that can kind of mess it up. But then that goes back to what you were saying, just having that encouragement and having those. Those uh, I don't know, words of wisdom that help yeah. you keep going. Yeah, yeah. It seems like people just like chase, uh, like musicians or visual artists. Um, they might they might chase that uh, that what is it called? Like when somebody when somebody has like a breakthrough with a large amount of people, where they like, oh, this is so amazing. Like you know when people are like a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, but they can never achieve that much. Like, people are not going to connect with what they created that much as they did before. 
Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, like Sir Mix a lot. You know, he's never going <laughs> to, that's a bad example. I mean, but I just saying, like, you know, he's never going to make, he never made anything like what he made before. Some people are okay with it, but yeah. then some people, it drives them crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that can, that can kind of go two ways, I guess, because, like, Okay, so Sir Mix a lot. He mm-hmm. made Baby Got Back. Yeah. You know, whatever. And whatever his idea of success was, he might have attained that. He might have said, Hey, I just want to create a, a song for the culture, you know, that's gonna be played for, you know, eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much. <laughs> um But Damn, I got kinda lost. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, um, some people get lost. Um, it's okay for them. To like make that one hit wonder, I guess make that one hit. Yeah, some the, people trouble get trouble with it. Yeah, some yeah some people. I mean, I would. I feel like if I had a a, a one hit wonder or mm-hmm. whatever, cool. Like yeah. you know, not because that's it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, and people look at that. It's like, oh, you're a one hit wonder. You're nothing. Why why is that such a bad thing? You know, you might have just had that one song, but if you place all your focus and all your energy on this one thing that. People are calling, oh, it's a has-been now, mm-hmm. or it used to be this or whatever. Then that's going to bring you down. But if you can say, hey, I did all this music, or I did all the, you know, whatever I do, and I happen to have the opportunity to have a one-hit wonder, or I had this one big thing, that's cool, too, because not a lot of people ever really get that. So hey. it's all about perspective on how you're actually yeah. looking at it. I mean, if, shame on anybody for trying to downplay Sir Mix-a-Lot, because, like, he, <laughs> I mean, his song is iconic. I mean... You, Nobody's, no one's gonna forget. First of all, the monologue that came on before the song is iconic. Like, as soon as that come on, yeah. you're like, oh, I know it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like being a one hit wonder is not is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, because like if you, especially if you have the rights to that song completely, mm-hmm. you got you got the royalties. Oh, you you set. You, you are set. Yeah, like him, he's set. Yeah. He's had so many when people sample it, use it in commercials. Every, right. uh, <laughs> you know how many times like Burger King used that song? Uh, like. I'm sure yeah. he made, he made, made oh, yep, made, doubled it back, yep. You know, one person right. that messed up was, um, was uh, what's his name? Montel uh, Jordan. Montel, I was just about to say, because he not sold it. Not owning his masters. Yeah, he sold it. it. He sold it because he said, this song's not going to make enough money and I'm broke. And then it blew up. Oh, you talking about this is how we do it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he doesn't actually like his whole catalog. He sold it. And like, some he makes no make, money off yep. of that whole catalog. And that you know that song of Jutes and everything. Every single thing. But who's guy. really making the money off of that is Rick's, is, um, Slick Rick, though. If he, because doesn't he own the world? Doesn't he? I don't own? think. I don't know if he owns the royalties. I mean, yeah, because that his song, his, a the song yeah. was a sample. Uh, so yes, he got sample checks. That's what I'm saying. But so it's every, not the same. It's, it's like, not yeah. the same. But he also made so much money because yeah. that beat. I mean, it I works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I've seen some. I don't know how true it is. You know, just throwing out a random number, but I think they said Mariah Carey makes a lot, a lot of million dollars. Uh, just because of her All I Want for Christmas mm-hmm. um, Christmas yeah. is always happening So it's yeah. like You know When it comes it's around It's always on repeat Cha-ching I mean everybody has Has remixed that song 
Everybody. And then they just played they just played that song. Yeah, yeah. she didn't even need to make <laughs> she could have just made that one song and, and live been off, set for life. Live off that one song. I mean that's what a lot of people do. That's why a lot of people make like Christmas albums or like Christmas time things. Yeah. Because like right. people are always, always gonna the, want something yeah. to bring them in the holiday. Imagine too. how much money the Especially temptations are making off of just their Christmas songs. Their Christmas album yeah. <laughs> just covers. <laughs> but I think I think when it comes down to some things like Mariah Carey, she she's got so much money accrued. I know that as a musician, you love to to continue to, to continue to do stuff, but I think there also comes a time where, like with her, her voice is not the same. I don't know if it's if it's outside related things. I hope it's not, but maybe it's just because she's been singing for so long. She should just you know just slowly just try to like. Just take it back. Because when I heard it, when I heard it, it sounded just like her pipes is like, yeah. <laughs> We've been singing for yeah. years. And now, these high notes. I think, I think no sometimes more. she has good days where she can still hit the whistle, like mm-hmm. <laughs> going up that high. Yeah. But I think other days, you know, it's like, hey, you older, but, you had kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, lip syncing. <laughs> need you to bring it back. <laughs> lip syncing live, especially since she's not a dancer. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like, why are you on stage if you're not going to sing? Mm. Like, you just standing there and just waving your hands. Safe face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you don't, need a, you don't need a lip sync um, if you don't dance. So, I just, I don't know. Like, it's different if you're an entertainer. Okay, yeah, you're trying to get the crowd hype. You can't, you know, even though people in different areas, Remember they to still like, share, subscribe, and, and always dance. listen yeah. on Stitcher. But, Virgin, the Virgin, Virgin Islands over there. Like, yeah, over there. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, over there. <laughs> yeah. She does. They kind of like. I, mean. I think they like showed a little bit, like when she was still doing like MTV cribs. They like briefly showed right. it because she had the island back when they did uh-huh. like that episode. Yeah, the yeah. the really? fortune. Wow. Oh, she got some money. Yes, yeah, she got a lot of money. <laughs> she got so money. I think she, she probably just doing this just. But like, why? The passion. Yeah, okay. the passion. What is Maybe the love of the music? Okay, Trey, you're a musician. She has she has no business lip syncing if she's just on if she doesn't dance. Yeah. What kind of passion do you have up there if you just if you're not singing at all? And she's caught and caught lip syncing multiple times. I mean, she just um securing the bag. I, I she mean, don't even need to do it. She don't need to. She don't need to do it. She got kids. Like, why not just? It's it's hard to say because yeah. you know a lot of times it'd be like something like. Out of, out of nowhere, like Mariah Carey would just come out of nowhere. I'd be like, oh, look what Mariah did. Or Jill Scott, for example. I think we all saw that video. Like, out of, oh. it, it was like, you know, nobody okay. was thinking about Jill Scott, you know, whatever. But then. You said artists, nobody was thinking. Nobody's thinking about Jill Scott. No, no, no. no, 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 no wait. Everybody was thinking about wait. Jill Don't tell Jill that. <laughs> every, every episode, I but, talk about Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. <laughs> I have been yeah. a Jill Scott fan for years. Not everybody want to love Jill Scott. No, I'm the one. I don't want to been saying who's your favorite artist. I say Jill Scott. And people are like, oh well, no. don't sleep on the queen. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's cool. But no, just saying that you know all. The when certain population. artists come out, they they be like, oh, I'm gonna make some noise real quick. People will talk about it for a couple of days, and then that'll be that. 
um, I used to have a, a vocal teacher. I won't say any names or whatever, but she said that uh, when it comes to Mariah Carey, she was like, uh, she's been singing improperly for a long time. So I do know that when you do things improper for a while, you, you tear muscles. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, these mm-hmm. are your muscles or whatever. So that could be why she's not hitting it, you know, no more. You really got to take care of yourself. Yeah. All right. To oh. come to a conclusion of the Unicorns Are Real episode. <laughs> um, we are, of course, recording at the Detroit is Different Studios. And um, you can follow us at Unicorns Are Real. That's R, not in in the letter R, like the debunked Toys R Us, but that's A-R-E. That's <laughs> Unicorns Are Real podcast at Instagram. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And you can also follow our individual pages. Mine is A-S-I-A period S-H-A-R-A-E. And mine is E-R-I-N-J-U-S-A-L-E-S. And our unicorns will give their handles again. Yes, I'm Bria Loren, B-R-I-A-L-A-R-I-N-E. Just Google me. Ooh, she's like Google status right now. Google me, baby. Google me, baby. <laughs> and I'm Early a, time. I'm Trey Priest, and that's T-R-E-Y-P-R-I-E-S-T. That's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or you could just type in TreyPriest.com. Nice. Awesome, nice. awesome. And thank you guys for joining us today. Thanks for having Pretty, me. Yeah. Really appreciate the conversation. And thank you all for listening. Love you.